So hold on. While Jillian named this Zoom Friday Night Live, yeah, I specifically used an old school Steve Martin, unbeknownst to each other, wild and crazy line in the agenda. That's nice. That's nice. Ah, shit. There's an agenda. No. Oh, don't not worry. Really, okay, not really. Saying, really, it's just so that I can do the um the intro because I can't do it without reading it just for reasons. I got you. Hello, sisters, and welcome. Grab a drink in a familiar cozy up by a bubbling cauldron and join us for this meeting of the Sisters of the Night Caucus. This is part one of our Wild and Crazy PA Den State Committee Weekend episode. We are currently live from an undisclosed location and Shanna's house undisclosed. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we're very excited. Um, so say hello, sisters. Hello, I am Katie. I'm Angela. I'm Shanna. And of course we have the amazing Dr. Ack with us and, um, fun news for everybody is that on the next episode, Dr. Ack will be revealed. Uh, we're going to unveil her blow your minds um so you know if you're a patreon supporter you get to actually find out about that tomorrow on saturday <laughs> katie's choking to death um but if you're for our regular listeners you will find out not this coming week but the week after unless somebody spoils it for you which you never know my birthday your birthday Woo! Good that's time. my birthday present from Dr. Ack. That's, that's your birthday present from Dr. Ack. It's really? covered. Yeah. Um, so we got, uh, we're going to talk about state committee tonight. And um, we have a pop, we have a guest popping in at some point. At some point. I might have to text them and remind them because it is state committee weekend. And yeah, I mean, all the things are going on. Yeah. It's all happening. Even virtually. Virtually. It's all virtually happening. Yeah. And I'm trying to decide whether we want to hex this week or next week. Well, next live episode. I feel like we can. Oh, do you, do you want to do hexing? Yeah. Why not both? We can do it all the time. I'm over here like, two, two hexes. Hex all the shit. All the shit. All the time. I feel like I want to focus our hexing tonight on the Airbnb aesthetic. Now, um, I will not lie to you. I do love an Airbnb. We're in one right now. It's jamming. Um, however, if you have ever stayed in an Airbnb, you have for sure seen something like this. It says, if you can be anything, be kind. And it's, you know, for those of you who can't see us that aren't on the live stream, um, it's like typeface for the if you can and the be anything. And the be kind is in like the classic, like we hate that font look. Pumpkin spice latte boots and a cardigan or whatever it is that oh, and the flannel scarf. The flannel scarf. Yeah, that one. The white lady font. First of all, I like all those things, but I don't like them all together. Yeah. Secondly, exactly. I believe 
I was in the teacher store this afternoon and there were seven different variety of this very poster for hanging in an elementary or middle school classroom, which is acceptable because these people don't know how to be humans yet. But yeah. adults, get your shit together. True. Um, so I'm going to read you some of the other phrases mm-hmm. um, that we can see in our view, all of them. And yes, this is very much, for those of you who watched the Bo Burnham special, this is definitely a white woman, a white woman's Instagram. (laughs) Uh, We have, we have a wooden square, a wooden square rectangle, which says, let's whine a little. Yes. Let's whine a little, guys. Alcoholism is cool. We have. Um, I mean, it is. So. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> we, this is my we favorite. Have, we have a magnet that says, "If God is all you have, you have all you need." Which tell that to a poor person. And that's only one of the God will give you everything uh, signs here. So many good ones. So many good ones. And it gets better. Here is a pillow. a pillow. Here is a pillow that reads, "Hope." It's a verb. It's a verb. In case, you, verb. in case you didn't know. If you did not know that. It's a verb. It is. I, I would beg to differ that it is also a noun, but obviously and not in this. Yes. And not in this aesthetic. In, in, in this context. Yeah. yeah. And um, it means to have belief, desire, or to place trust in life's plan. Which like also kind of just like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't even know. Like that, that definition is to place trust in life's plan. If I know anything, life doesn't have a plan. No. If honestly, actually, that's like the opposite of hope. That when you yeah. hope, you're hoping for something different. The right. word hope and different kind of go yeah. together, right? Nobody hopes. Yeah. I hope things stay exactly I hope the same. Everything stays just like this. No. So boo on this, boo mm-hmm. on this pillow. Yeah. But there's signs. There's signs. There's a lot of signs. There's a lot of signs. Katie just threw the pillow. That's Katie how she feels pillow. about that <clears throat> extraordinary. Is there, is there taxidermy? No. Wait. Oh, no, that's right. This one doesn't have taxidermy. Our- so there was another one that we were going to stay in, um, but then we couldn't. And it had taxidermy, mm-hmm. which I'm sad because I love to name the taxidermy and make it have conversations. But out of curiosity, what was the name that we named the owl at my cabin? I don't know. I feel like it was like Archimedes. Oh, yes, it was Archimedes. It was absolutely Archimedes. Good name for an owl. There's a cow skin. There's a cow skin on the ground. Oh, that's close. Although, I don't think that's a cow. What? That's not a cow. Like, that's not a standard cow. I mean, it's not real for sure. Exotic cow? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's like a cow skin, but the cow- oh, oh. <laughs> well, Did you then. just find another part of the cow still attached? I think it's just a cow you've never seen. We'll call it Bessie. <laughs> also, also. Oh, a bird's nest. A fake bird's nest with three small eggs. Oh, and they're glued in for. Oh, <laughs> wait. This no. is going to be used as. As evidence in <laughs> when they charge you with vandalizing their Airbnb. Yeah. Just- oh, I already moved a whole bunch of stuff out of the way, just knowing how we are. Yeah. 
That's smart. We're safe. We're safe. Um, oh my God. <laughs> it is like this, like genuinely, um, we like to do a lot of um, weekend away time at Airbnbs and they're all like this. Almost all of them are like Almost this. Almost all of them. Unless, regionally, regionally. Unless they're owned by a man. That's true. The one that we went to for my birthday had more like uh, dude-centric signs. It was very like um, references to Animal House. Yeah. Uh, well, and then there was that place we went last fall, the greenhouse, not far from where we are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had like no signs. No, but you know what it did have? That was the one that had the, it, this picture of these two pictures of children. Oh, like yeah. Like tiny children pictures. And they were creepy as hell. Um, I will try to find, I have a picture of it somewhere. I'll try to find it. No, that was, no, that was the other one. We did it. We did a Thanksgiving Airbnb one time and they had like a, uh, at the top of the stairs, there was this sort of open area and the, there was a crib with a doll in it. Like oh. an antique crib with an antique, antique crib with an antique doll that Hell. just stared at you. Her hair was like, like, you walk up the stairs and you're like, oh fuck, I don't want to go to bed up here. Bye. That's creepy. Yeah. No, it was a gorgeous old farmhouse. It was a great place Delightful. to hang out. It was just um, the dolls and I the uncomfortable bed. I would have put that doll outside. No dolls. Right <laughs> dolls. Outside. Yeah. You know what, though? It, to make up for it, though, honestly, that house also had a farm cat. Like, there oh, was a yeah. cat that lived out that was an outdoor cat but like lived it at was the house. part of the airbnb description yeah it's like there's a cat you'll see the cat and he's super friendly oh. and we just we fed just him snuggled that would be all i need Not on my lap oh time. my god so fat so adorable i love soft well loved i think it was just she actually i don't know um but yes she was amazing um we it was her. a year ago do you think i remember uh, no i don't okay. um but yeah, no, that's, uh, it's the Airbnb experience is, uh, you know, fancy cursive writing and, uh, blessings. In California, it's, it's very, um, not. Really? Yeah. Every Airbnb I've stayed in in California looks like books, um, has crystals oh. and like yeah it's got like that vibe with like like plants yeah which I mean plant mom here yeah sure sure I'm a cliche plant mom um, um I murder all the plants so I appreciate about this place that it has some fake plants so I'm like that's the kind of plant I can take care of because you just have to like dust it occasionally <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shanna's making faces. I always make faces. Yeah. Uh, we love that about you. I'm looking at the Airbnb that we have reserved for this upcoming Friendsgiving. And I am looking at the pictures on the listing to make sure it doesn't have any live, laugh, love. I'd be looking for creepy dolls. I'm stuff. looking for that too. Yeah, I mean, there's like, here's the thing though, Live, Laugh, Love and Creepy Dolls don't live in the same house. Um, it's either one or the other, but it's not both. Although honestly, if I did experience both at the same time, I'm not sure what I would do with that. It feels 
don't know, do they cancel each other out? Do they balance? I'm not sure. The one we stay in when we go to the beach has, um, it's owned by a guy and he used to have like a person live in the basement to like take care of it. Not like an ogre, like a real person (laughs) Um, who I assume like it would would be way more fun. I assume he like lived there. Maybe he paid rent. I don't really know, but he like took care of it, you know, in between because at the beach, like they're just constantly, um, but there was this giant dead hammerhead shark on the wall that was the taxidermy and there was like a tiny little fish hanging next to it like he's trying to eat the tiny little fish and so every year we would go it was amazing but it's huge like it took up the entire like the entire wall um, in the sitting room every year we go we would like hold elliot up next to the shark to like see how big he got compared to the yes i I feel like i want to add before we move on from this that there is another regional variation of, of this, which is the beach house decorated by a, a, a lady. Mm-hmm. It has coastal signs, mm-hmm. which say, life's a beach. Yep. And oh, yes. Better at the beach. Yeah. And um, that is a whole vibe. It, it, yeah. it is very, very much a whole vibe. And I, as I just got back from the beach, you know, I can attest that there's a lot of beach puns. There's a lot of puns that can be made, you know? Crabs. I love a beach pun. And there are crabs everywhere. And oh, there's yeah. Crabs. yeah. Yeah. Don't be crabby at the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> it makes me want to punch someone in the face. <laughs> are there things that don't go? No. Okay. Well, there you go. None. <laughs> Actually, yes. One. Katie, your hair looks amazing. Thank you. I just got it cut this morning and then I got like this taken care of mm-hmm. and then I went and got a massage. Wow. That sounds amazing. And also I hate you, but that sounds amazing. I do. Fucking hiccups. Okay. So she gets listen. a massage every month and otherwise she'll fall apart. I will. Uh, I have thought about it and honestly, I discovered there's a place in state and not in state college. Oh my God. Where do I even live? Altoona, there's a place in Altoona that does CBD massage. Um, So presumably the stuff that they use to massage you with has CBD in it. It's not just like you get a massage in a room where you're going to get a contact high. (laughs) I don't know. That'd be cool though. Um, (laughs) I thought about it and I was like, gonna, gonna do it, but then I didn't. And then I don't know, maybe I will. I'm just like still up in the air about the idea of um, strangers touching me. I've gotten a massage twice in my life. That's it. Once before my wedding mm-hmm. and then one other time because I threw my back out. And I know there's supposed to be like this relaxing, wonderful experience. And every time I go, I feel like I am just so full of anxiety that I'm going to like, like I I feel myself stiffening up. So it's like they're massaging me just back to normal. Like I'm not getting any better. <laughs> so like, I, I don't know. And pedicures too. Don't touch my feet. Just don't oh, fucking yeah. touch my feet. Oh, with pedicures I think that they I've only yeah no I've only had a pedicure one time and I haven't had another one because my friend took me to a place in the mall which I feel certain in retrospect had women that were like trafficked or being paid very poorly and I just like I don't know I didn't know how to behave no I listen I have like I have a mental block with this Mm -hmm. I don't give pedicures 
even though I'll get my nails done yeah. because I feel like there's something oddly subservient about expecting yeah. someone like even the position mm-hmm. like I, it freaks me out I don't like it yeah. um and tickles massages I've ever got have been outside of the United States mm. because I feel good about giving people outside of the U.S money like mm-hmm. more money than they're yeah. charging sure, you know sure. yeah. I'm like I feel good about, I'm like here take, take, take you want you want fifty dollars mm-hmm. here's a hundred dollars um yeah. but I have never got a massage in the United States and I feel super weird about pedicures and I don't know really how to get over that or if I ever will yeah I sorry I opened this whole can of worms <laughs> yeah my massage therapist is a goddamn queen private at home studio mm-hmm. Um, I got to know her because my mother has health issues yeah. and she's like lived in the same neighborhood. So like she was helping my mom with stuff. Right. Right. And I got to know her and it was great and it's perfect. She does really good, like deep massage plus like some acupressure mm-hmm. and with other issues that I have, it's a lot better than like keeping up with a chiropractor or needing physical therapy. If somebody just like relaxes my muscles, so I don't have other problems. Mm-hmm. No, they'll pull it'll pull you all out of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom went to physical therapy mm-hmm. and she ran out. Yeah. And her physical therapist gave her mild facial Face. massage yeah. Yeah. with this big uh tool called a grafting tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's made of stainless steel. And so the most amazing thing happened. My mom ran out of physical therapy, and the physical therapist taught me how to use the grafting tool. Ooh. And now I own one in my own massage table. That is nice. So That's that nice. I can make sure that my poor mom mm-hmm. doesn't get all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not making fun. That was not making fun of anyone yeah. other than what it looks like when your back pulls you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And yeah, that's what right. happens to my mom. She ends up, one of her legs gets longer than the other. Yeah. So it's really cool. It's this now. Tool. Because I have to do this. Um, you know, we are talking about massages right yeah, now, but yeah. you know what goes great with massages? She's going to go there. <laughs> Big dick. Oh She's going God. there. I knew it was happening. I could tell from the twinkle in her eye that it was coming. <laughs> and you know what else is coming? Can we just have one episode? No, that's the point. We have to talk. I have to say it at least once a fucking You don't, I mean, like, half two feels like a strong. <laughs> Shanna made this. It's in her contract. It's not in her contract. It's not in your contract. Do we, we should contracts? get contracts so that it's not in them. <laughs> All it will say is you don't have to do this. <laughs> last episode, last episode, I believe Shanna said something like she was conditioned that it was going to happen. Yeah. So like, of course. I mean, listen. Reels. Oh my God. It's time. It's time. This is all going wrong. And I want everyone to know I'm holding a wreath right now. This is a wreath. And the wreath says something that's important to this episode. Yeah. Every ending is a new beginning through the grace of God. And we can always start again. And I feel like that's what we need to do with this episode. Did you go to like Jesus's Airbnb? The King Christ himself. This is his vacation home. Uh, I feel like this is, there's my cat. 
This is a. Start again. Kitty, that's Bing back there. Um, can I, can I use, since we're on the topic of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, I'm not a religious person. I'm not, but I feel like I said this in our, in our chat last night, but it's too funny to not share again that last night, my husband asked my son to go potty before bed. And my son who was seven said to him, you're not God, you know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> my seven-year-old says this. Listen, well, he's getting ready to pee. Was in kindergarten. He told me he was an atheist. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Do you think Seems that? Track. Do you think that God tells Elliot normally that he has to be? I mean, that's a secondary question, right? That would come out. Yeah. Right. Like, if your husband is not God because he asked him to pee, does God ask him to pee? Yeah. You know, that's a good follow up. The teacher in me is disappointed that I did not think to push that farther, but I was downstairs. <laughs> That's probably why I'm not a teacher. There. Uh, it is not for the faint of heart. Let me tell you. Like unravel all the stuff. I am at the end of my rope <laughs> this week, but my new band kids started today. So I have. 46% of the fourth grade in my school district signed up for band, which that is really is cool. I have awesome. 12 flutes, 12 of them, and two of them were absent today, but today was the very first lesson for fourth grade. So I got to spend an hour um, split, you know, so I had 10 flutes and it was fine, but I was back and forth between buildings like three times today. And I was wearing uncomfortable shoes and I will never forgive myself for getting dressed this morning and putting on uncomfortable shoes and having to do that kind of back and forth. Um, but I'm real tired. So who do we get to hex or throw under a bus? I mean, I think we're definitely hexing that aesthetic, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd also like to hex rural safaris. Say more, say more. Huh? Got it. Think about what we've talked about, like with rural cosplay. No, I mean, like, I think I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm saying you should explain it better. I don't know what you're saying. Sorry. So is this when like, when like candidates or, or organizers or stuff? They, well, the second one. Okay. When organizers like go or into staff. the wild rural or staff. Going and tweet wild. about everyone and tweet kind of the same message, but change like three words to make themselves feel like yeah. deep. Yeah, they're all men too. Safaris, like, oh my God, the most important thing I can do is go on safari to rural counties and go like yeah. share a meal with them. Because Angela, that's very godlike. It really fits in to share mm -hmm. those it does, meals. It does. Break bread. Break but the bread. rural safari, Break the rural bread. safari has my hex tonight. It also has my hex for like a part B. Yeah, is I'm gonna go back. I do love my Democrats in my county, but then there's like that special super blue area Facebook group that's got to start talking shit about the rural areas. I'm like, why don't you come on rural safari here, bitch? <laughs> Listen, here's my other thing, and this, um, you know, if you're on the Patreon, you know. Um, and if you're not on the Patreon, get on it because then you'll know. Uh, if you have seen or if you personally have tweeted anything resembling or posted on Facebook, anything resembling, oh, just the, the blue dots and the sea of red count. No, 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 
That was tweeted today by that somebody that Coven does not like. And I just, look, I'm a blue dot and a red whatever. Screw you. And in fact, this was tweeted by someone who's in a blue area. Yeah, well, it, it always is. Every single freaking time. It's somebody that's in a blue area. It's like, oh, the blue dots in the middle of the red. Like, go, go fuck yourself. You know, honestly, like, I get it. You know, there aren't a lot of fucking Democrats out here. It's hard. Blah, blah. Go away. Yes, Angela. Additionally. 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 I would like for anyone, anyone who is in organizing to strike the word brave out out of your vocabulary because i'm gonna tell you something there are brave people in this world who face insurmountable horrific circumstances in their their regular lives and live in staggering poverty or horrific regimes that's not us okay so it's like stop and my second thing i just want to add two things to this topic the second thing is I want to tell an extraordinarily brief story. When you go somewhere, when you're someone of privilege and you go into a community, you need to understand that one of the things that we have to fight against is the idea that somehow the Democrats are elitist. So when you go into a community and you use social media to say things like, it used descriptors like hard scrabble. <laughs> no, this is a real example no, of something that happened. So when you use words like hard scrabble or downtrodden, oh drown downtrodden kills me. Hard scrabble shit. too. No, it's 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 not acceptable because what you are doing is giving the other side ammo to use against us all you're doing is fueling it like feeding that elitist vibe that destroys our chances of reaching new voters so don't do it just don't do it and if you if you cannot stop yourself from doing it stay home and shut up yeah (laughs) although honestly most people should probably do that anyway the majority but then we're talking about this, the squeaky wheels, the squeaky wheels who literally hurt us more than they help us. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's at a hundred percent true. If it's not authentic, it's just going to be, it's just going to be turned around and used right back against us. Sorry. Is Katie talking about food or? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just checking yeah jillian made dinner yum she just gave me a taste and it's really fucking good i made a this was about to be an extraordinarily bougie moment i made a white bean vegan soup um this this weekend is (laughs) nearly vegetarian um Thanks to Angela. It, we still brought bacon for breakfast because we're not going to not do that. We're not um, heathens. We're not. <laughs> I, well, I would say for yourself, bitch, I'm a heathen. I would um, beg to differ. Yeah, <laughs> but it's going to be delicious. But yes, I did make this vegan white bean stew with, um, and here's where it gets real bougie, um, my beans from my Rancho Gordo Bean Club. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Just really take that in. She waited a year. I waited a, a year. I was on a waiting list for a year to be a part of the Rancho Gordo Bean Club. I don't understand anything that's happening right now. <laughs> they sell dried beans, but they're like fancy beans, like heirloom beans. So you you cooked these beans, I, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, the extent to which beans are a part of my life is usually dried and inside of Morocco. So ah, okay. Well, listen. You don't need beans, Shanna. Oh, not really. Beans. Chili. I hate chili. <gasps> I hate it. Oh it was God. one of these. It's one of these foods that like, I didn't like it when I was a kid, but my parents were very much the, you'll finish your dinner or you're not getting up from the table type. So that and pork chops do not come at me with a pork chop. I will slap you with it. Um, (laughs) That was literally my fraternal nickname. Like my nickname in my fraternity was pork chop because I told a story one time about how I just feel like it would be the most amazing thing to like take a frozen pork chop and hit someone in the face with it and leave a pork chop shaped bruise. Yeah, on great. them and so that then became my nickname i have a squeaky pork chop in my garage um maria Mon- montana needs to hear this yeah maybe that's what we slap maria with is a pork, pork chop. chop oh not a frozen one though that would be painful no not frozen not frozen uh, um and not bone in it would have to be like a thawed just, the bone makes it that good no handle, the bone makes though. a good handle you just have to yeah. be careful with it because you don't really you know yeah. hurt her and then but also like raw pork We'll cook it. Oh, we'll cook it. It'll yeah, be we'll a little it. more stiff. It but... should be room temperature, though, at least. Yeah. yeah, you're saying all these, like, cooking words, and I feel like I don't, I'm, I, I can't. I don't want to give her trichinosis. No, I don't want to give her trichinosis, is the thing. I have never cooked you one of my pork chops. She's like, oh, she's not, you're not going to leave her over pork chops. Happen. I don't like pork chops. I just don't like them. No. I hear pork chop, and I want to stab someone. Like, oh, I just can't. No pork chop why eat a pork chop it's a pork cutlet <laughs> yeah if you call it something else I would probably not know I just remember and it's not like I think my parents are bad cooks I don't know we don't cook very much we're we're terrible uh, my husband eats like three things and so does my son and so like I it's just pointless to try and like cook because no one will eat it except me and I don't really like leftovers because I have like food squirrel syndrome um I eat it once I'm like I don't want to see this again for like six months (laughs) like that's just how I roll pork chops will not do it and chili nope it's the same thing and I hear my mom's chili is really good but like I didn't want to eat it and I had to eat it and now I am forever pissed off about it I'm holding a grudge against chili and chili can get fucked (laughs) so so if you if you eat something and you don't want to eat it again for a period of time does this not complicate meal time? No. I'm a person who I make food for myself. Um, and then I like get enjoyment out of eating it like five times and freezing. No, I can't. I can't. And it's honestly like I did not used to be like this, but it's because I married someone who who eats like five things. Seriously. <laughs> Cheese and bread. And like fish sticks and some kind of chicken. And I won him over on tacos if we use ground turkey. Um, but honestly, like there are not many things. I think Shanna's oh, husband is worse than mine. Yes. And and then so add like, on top of that. Shanna, I would divorce him. <laughs> 
it's a whole thing. So like we used to go to restaurants a lot because then I could get whatever I want and it's like not a big deal. But now I'm like, just so used to not trying. Like, I don't know. You have to teach me about food. I don't know. Like when I first joined the coven, I feel like I was like, I don't, is ramen like a real food or is that just like a thing you buy? So I've never had it. Not like the packets, but never had it. I've had sushi once in my life, but in general, I don't think that I like fish because it smells gross. And so like, I can't eat something that's, I tried salmon. That's bad fish. Okay. But see, this is what I mean. Like you have to teach me how to eat food. Cause like, I just don't know. Listen, I used to, for, so for a while, and you've been in the area, Hannah, I lived in Rochester, New York. They have the public market. If you walk through in the public market in Rochester, New York, there is an area where they have fish. You cannot smell fish in the area. And that is how you know it's good. Yeah, I don't know. I It uh, all creeps me out. People fish. like drop live lobsters in boiling water and it just makes me sad. So. But yeah, honestly, I don't do that because that's like so tasty. No, it is tasty, but I just like, mm. You need to like never go in a wet market in another country like ever because- Oh yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. I've never been to another country. I don't even have a passport. So So on the drive here, Jillian and I were talking about what would happen if we actually played the motherfucking lottery and won. Mm -hmm. So we were talking about all the traveling we would do. So now we just need to fucking add a coven list to that. Yeah. I know. I would like to say I agree. I would love to take a an exotic coven adventure. I think I know where we can go. Oh, where? I I mean, I don't have a passport. So I have a friend. Uh, and I'll say in the labor movement who works for one of the labor organizations in PA, who's a good friend who has volunteered on my campaigns, who's like incredible and a published author and just an incredible human being and has a resort in Costa Rica. You might be Facebook friends with this person. So you might know. And like, is every time they're down, like they, she and her husband, like built it from the ground up and it's not even really that expensive. And there's like monkeys, like there's just always pictures of monkeys. I'm like, I want to go sleep in a tree house with monkey. Can you please get your passport? Coven field trip to Costa Rica. I really want Like if honestly, like that's where I would want to go. If we were doing like a girl's trip, cause I want to sleep in a tree house and pet a monkey. So I, I don't have my passport either, but I do have the paperwork ready. I know. I have I my real ID, passport. so I feel like mine expired. But like, I but just got a real ID, so I'm an authentic human being now. I'm a real ID. Like, I'm a real so human. I'm not authentic. I'm not authentic either. Amazing. Ooh. I just got it literally last I weekend. Know that if you just had a passport, you don't have to. Have I know. Real you don't have to real. Yeah. You but I hear it takes a long time to get a passport and my license was expiring like next week. So yeah. <laughs> I just I have that the paperwork step. ready to go. I just got to do it. It's all, you know, it's a thing. Um, uh, you know, sometimes yeah. it's real cold in the winter yeah. and, and sad. And yeah. there's plenty of time for you guys to get your passports. It's true. And for us to go on a midwinter <laughs> exotic uh, a postcard. Yeah. No, just uh, I can't. I am a teacher. She's a don't teacher. you have spring break? No. What? No, not really. We're done. I mean, like, teachers don't have spring break. Why? No, well, it depends. Like some, some like, in New York, we did. We had a full week off when because yeah. I went to high school in New York. Not here, but we're done before Memorial Day. Like our school year's yeah. over at the end of May, which is nice. Um, but holidays. Yeah. Huh? Holidays. Christmas yeah, we. Years? 
we get we get um four days like four school days off for thanksgiving and then we're like i think we're off like wednesday through we go back on tuesday because hunting season you know we're in pennsylvania um and then christmas i think we're off we get out early on the 23rd and we don't go back until the monday after new year's so that is a nice thing about teaching is always having that and my husband's in higher ed so he always has that week off too which is awesome that we Which always have great because he can watch your son while we go on a girl's trip. <laughs> I I love this. And I think next year when I have accrued some more personal time and also like am gonna lose my ever loving mind and not taking grad classes next winter, sign me up. Sign Let's, me up. We're putting that on the calendar then. Uh, do it. 2023. 23. You know what? Winter 22. Let's Sorry. go. Let's uh, yes. Hannah, unless, unless I'm dying, in which I don't care, you're going on vacation. <laughs> so, all right. Oh, uh, but we should go in the summer to make sure that the treehouse with the monkeys is is an acceptable location for our longer winter. We're gonna find out how long I have. <laughs> yes. Uh, listen, we should uh, we should probably talk about the thing state, state committee. Oh shit, is that happening? That, it is. That thing. It is. I just um I did the county chairs meeting a little bit ago. Um it started at six. And um, you know, if I'm very honest, the best worst part of the chairs meeting is when we get to like uh if people have questions and I didn't make it that long because it was like it was literally like 655. And like we were hearing from one of the amazing staff members about something amazing, which if I'm very honest, I don't remember right now. Um, but it but was amazing. It was so great. Listen, I never, I want to say this and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. The staff of the Pennsylvania Democratic Party, I love them. They work really hard. They're good at what they do. Just like sometimes I can't pay attention is all. That's all. It was 40 minutes of staff report. I, okay. Like, I just want to point out that I'm not mad at any of the staff no. for the reporting. No, I but get that's it. Peak, like this could have been an email. You know? Peak. I want to talk about the ethics <laughs> committee. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Democratic what is it like the democratic ethnic, national ethnic, ethnic the democratic national ethnic campaign committee i'm sorry what what that means and i think it's maybe offensive i mean it sounds a little offensive i just like i don't know what ethnic is i don't either does ethnic mean non-wise because if it does that's offensive oh our special guest is popping in. Here hey, we go. What? So because it's state committee, you yeah. always run into random people during state committee. Um, so yeah. because you run into random people during state committee, we have a random person, state committee member, joining us this evening for a brief little bit. Yeah. Laura Shadle, how are you? State committee woman from Center State County. committee woman, Laura Shadle. <laughs> I'm like in the process of uh, moving out of my apartment. So I'm kind of glad I have this background on still. Love that, love that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's wild, but um, no, I mean, you know, everything's good. How are y'all doing? 
you know, we're getting there, getting it done. It's a lot. You're freaking great. Yes. We've got the energy. We've got live, laugh, love fonts. Oh my God. God Let this one, the one that Angela saying holding says, let's let's whine whine a a little. What would you like to whine about, Laura? Oh, I don't know. I'm actually in a good mood like right now. I Um, I feel that. Like, what have you guys been complaining about so far? Well, so I, we were just talking about, before you came on, I was talking about, I was in the county chairs meeting, which, you know, uh, and here's the thing though, got the whole way to 655, meeting started at six, got the whole way to 655, hadn't gotten to Q&A yet. Mm -hmm. So like, which is the most, like the meatiest part of the meeting right best part when just like people just randomly ask questions well not randomly but you know when people ask questions um and there's it's not planned and you don't know what's gonna happen i so like i missed that part of the meeting uh because it was 6 55 we started this at seven and also i was just like in as much as and i will say it again the staff of the state committee i love you nah, um you're amazing uh i have ADHD and it's real hard for me to pay attention to your reports. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she okay back there? What'd you do to Katie? I don't know what Katie's Katie's probably saying some stuff. Oh, no, I, I expressed a concern to her. Oh. I felt like my head is so much smaller than you guys. Well, first of all, Katie has a small head. So no, but look, I look like, I you know, know what I did. Person. I leaned to the park <laughs> I, I didn't fix everything. I do have a giant melon. So but I thought I did too. No, you have a perfectly normal size. <laughs> you know what I think the problem is, is your glass is probably empty. What, my glass? Your glass is probably empty. That's why you're concerned about the size of your head. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I need a refill. You might be onto something. That's true, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to make you another drink? Yes. Uh, let me ask you this, Laura Shadle. Um, when the state committee is in person, in that brief, like, honestly, one of the parts of the county chairs meeting was that our beloved state chairperson said that we're allegedly having the meeting in person in January, which, like... Shut the fuck up. It's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> I wish it were happening. I would love it to happen. How how is that going to work with? Is that the endorsement meeting? Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is like, how does that work? Do you remember how much fun it was this time, with all the failed Google yeah. forms and the? Yeah, no, that's going to be wild. Um, so like, yeah, it's not going to be, but you know, for the in person times, what is your favorite part of in person state committee meetings? Oh, um, I think one of the things is, I mean, aside from the usual, um, you know, we all want to catch up with our besties like around the state um, who we don't maybe necessarily get to see all the time um, or correspond regularly with. But I mean, everyone's saying, I mean, that's everybody. So I would say mine is, you know, I'm probably like one 
of the few people who's like sober at these things. That's true. So I get to watch everything, everything, <laughs> especially, especially the men when yeah. they get like super wasted. It's just like, I'm watching, like I will have receipts. Yeah. And that's always fun. Like there are always stories that come out of that. And it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I still think my favorite so far, I mean, I, I am going to run for state committee next year. So um, I'm announcing here my reelection officially. Um, but, um, but when I first ran in 2018, um, for that reorg, that was easily my favorite. Like that was nuts. That was one of the wildest things I've ever experienced. And I'm pretty sure like, <laughs> I'm, I'm falling over things in my apartment. Um, this is, this is moving. Um, but, um, no, like I remember Katie was staff then. And like, I do not know how any of that would have went down if Katie wasn't running the show because everybody else just seemed to be like a complete catastrophe and like falling over things like I just did. And yeah, it was just super fun to watch because I was just a new member. I didn't really have to do anything, but <laughs> yeah. So, and we're going into reorg again. Yeah. Oh my God. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's why, cause like I was, so I was elected chair in 2014. And so that was my first experience um, so I was at that reorg where the state committee did not endorse now Governor Wolf. Um, <laughs> Is that the same year that the PA Young Dems endorsed Brad Kaplinsky? Because I think that happened. Girl, I believe you are correct. That is before my time. I'm just saying. Um, I think I still lived in New York then. So I just, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. No, listen, we were all young ones. So uh <laughs> we laugh we couldn't we have laugh. who would have known who could know who could know i mean i mean with that one i think people well but. i mean because the 14 <laughs> the june 14 the june 14 committee meeting not yeah. the endorsement meeting of 14 in the winter before reorg right, right, right. the june 14 meeting was my first meeting you and i first met because i shared no, that was Gettysburg. It was the fall 14 mm -hmm. meeting where you and I shared our first hotel room. Yeah, because, yeah, because I didn't know you at my first meeting because, mm -hmm. yeah. State well, I'm a baby. I yeah. never went to state committee until fall of 2018 as a candidate because I didn't know it existed. It's a fun time. So listen, okay, so for, I guess... For those of our listeners who aren't super deep embedded in uh, the bullshit, um, <laughs> state committee, right, is, you know, you have your county committees. I hope that you know that. Dr. Act just broke a lamp. No, I'm kidding. She didn't. It wasn't me this uh, time. It happens. Uh, you know, there are your county committees. Um, and also every four years you elect state committee people uh, and those people, in addition to your county chairperson, uh, go, ideally, they go, uh, three times they a year. Go. They should go three times a year to the state committee meeting, which is, um, you know, listen, I will say that uh, political and labor-related events, uh, there is a higher incident instance 
uh, incidents. I don't know. A uh, lot of alcoholism is what I'm saying. Um, Cheers. And, and a lot of alcohol. Uh, so there's a lot of that. Um, and it's tons of gossip. Oh, it is definitely where you get the tea. It's where you cement relationships. Mm -hmm. It's also kind of like where you find your people. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's like, that is, that's huge. Like, look, I I found my people. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also like, even like going beyond that, like, I mean, I, I can say like, uh, I value traditionally um, a lot of the conversations that I've had with old heads at state committee mm-hmm. and I, old heads, I mean, is a term of endearment. Um, yeah. but like, there's a lot of wisdom that you can also like yeah. garner, but you have to be willing to be that person who is ready to have conversations, you know? And they're not all going to pan out well, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God, no. I'm just sitting here thinking the only reason y'all have these glowing recommendations and these wonderful things to say about state committees because you're not in my caucus. Wait, which caucus are you in? South Central. Oh, girl. I used to come to North Central sometime. We, a lot going on there. (laughs) I don't understand why you are North Central in Altoona. No, here's the, here's the, the best part about the North Central caucus is not actually that. It is that the North Central Caucus runs from the northern border of our Commonwealth to the southern border of our Commonwealth. Makes no sense. It's just the Central Caucus. Yeah. That's it. Um, I'm gonna, but, I'm gonna but, say, uh, can I put on one brief thing? Mm. And then I'm going to say, I have to pee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pee I just, just want to say that as, as a member, uh, who, someone whose county is in the Southwest Caucus, um, whose committee chair, uh, caucus chair, decided to recently, and by recently, I mean when we were virtual, close our committee meetings. Um, Don't do that. Don't have closed committee meetings. It is one thing to let non-committee people vote, which technically is appropriate for bylaws, et cetera. But like, oh, anyone no. should be able to observe shit. Yes, no, and not as voting members and not for votes. But when you close your meeting, when you close your meeting, you are not encouraging growth or new ideas or even constructive feedback to your caucus. And you might as well just quit. And, and I feel that ex- very strongly because um, if, if you want to push back against this idea that PA Dems is some cool kid club or some, um, I've never once thought that. No, no, and I had a, I had a second thing to call it, which yeah. is it's only a cool kid club to the old guard that thinks they're cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. so what I'm trying to say is like, hell no, you were, we will never grow or become better with closed caucus meetings. And if you're a caucus chair, you should really, really, really look hard at yourself and wonder why it is you want to close your meetings. And so I had to get that out. No, that's real. And I will say this, like in the North Central Caucus, um, so I'm the vice chair of the North Central Caucus. Wait, wait, let's be real. Mm -hmm. When's the last time the chair of our caucus showed up? 
the last in-person meeting we had. So almost two motherfucking No, no, no. The first, first, the first virtual meeting, he was there. Although, if I recall correctly, he did not actually present an agenda. And just as, like when he told me, he asked me if I was going to run the meeting. And I said yes. And I just assumed that meant like the technical aspect of it. But like apparently it meant all of it. Like the agenda and the whole shebang. Which I remember hopping onto that and seeing that and just not asking questions at that point. I was like, honestly, this is probably how it should be going. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, and this is no shade on a gentleman who, you know, has put in many years of great service to the Democratic Party. Um, I guess 86 years. To um, but like, at least tell people, like, at least tell Jillian she needs to write the agenda. At least right. like, email the caucus and be like yo i'm 86 fucking years old i don't do great with zoom i'll see you guys when this shit's over i don't care but at least let the fucking caucus know yeah so i mean like that all that is to say that like certainly we'll see how the meeting goes tomorrow <laughs> it blows my mind it blows my mind after the amount of times that we have done this now how without fail somebody still fucks it up yes every time yes. and like honestly i feel i joined the coven after the world shut down right yeah. mm -hmm. so like i don't have rosy memories of like us all gallivanting around steak mini together it's typically like i would show up i've only been on since the beginning like winter of 19 I think or maybe it was summer of 19 like I, it hasn't been that long um but then I was running all during most right. of that time so like it's I haven't had the it's less fun at that point I think yes it's way less fun um but also <laughs> yeah I think it depends on I don't know anyway yeah. um I was looking forward to it being in person to try and like let loose and not be a candidate and actually like enjoy myself yeah. But also so little of it has been enjoyable in that I didn't do any Zoom. Look, I'm a bad state committee member because I didn't do any of the constituency caucuses this week. None. Because I cannot. I don't have the time. I can't. Yeah, um, I mean, this is like the thing, like genuinely, and I know like, um, you know, state committee people complain about this um, ad infinitum, but like it is... Ex like the two days that we have state committee friday and saturday of the given whenever um and it, when it's in person it is just like constituency caucuses and like regional caucuses and whatever and there's the dinner and then it just like goes and goes and goes and goes um so, so i mean it's like any conference sort of setting right um but weirdly and we always complain about how it feels so packed in weirdly when you it, stretch it out over the course of the week I, it's worse it's somehow even more impossible yeah well i think it's because over the week you know when we have in-person state committee over two days like yeah we might have to skip out or like split time between different caucus meetings but we have planned in a, like months in advance to be available for these days to be in person to be attending these meetings um or you can meet up with friends and say like i do this with 
a, a couple of friends from different counties were like, if we are members of multiple uh, caucus meetings that are happening at the same time, we just split it up and we take notes and we brief each other. But like when it's weekdays like this, like this does not work with many of our jobs and anything else we have to do. Um, so like I, cause no, I'm with you. Like I haven't been able to really be a part of it this week either. Um, like I'm in the middle of moving, but um, yeah, I honestly, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of easier doing all two days yesterday and you have moving. There was a funeral for a mutual friend of ours yesterday. Like mm -hmm. what time do we have? I would, if we're, and I want to throw out that if you live in a county that's not publicizing the links or the or allowing you to access as a party member the demonars and caucus uh, meetings that are happening virtually, you need to say something because that is one of the enormous opportunities that the party has had yeah. because of the switch to virtual is a chance to show people what we do and what we are and kind of like broaden that big tent. Yep. And some some counties are embracing that and some counties very much are not. Yeah, I would say this time around, I feel like I did not do as well with it as I would like to do. But like for the previous virtual meeting, certainly like it is, it's really amazing because genuinely, if you're a registered Democrat, you can come to the seminars. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to be part of state committee. You um, can come to state committee. You but, can come to state committee, but like, but poor people can't do that. Right. Working, and like it is working class people can't do it's that. It's hard to like take that time mm -hmm. and come out to like you have to go to Harrisburg or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, although I think we're traveling around again now, which exciting stuff. But anyway, um, but uh, you know, generally speaking in Harrisburg for the last several years, and and that's hard to do. So the Deminars are huge. What? Katie, no. Katie is admiring how beautiful she looks at the ring light. She um, does look great listen, with the ring light. But the ring, the ring light is you were, you were on a thing. Keep going. Yeah, we were you trying were to interrupt. Sorry. That's why I whispered. Okay. Well, like it's, we're we all feeling ourselves. We're right here. We're all right here. <laughs> I'm not. Um, so it's, yeah, it's like a, if you're whispering, <laughs> I'm still hearing you. But anyway. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, like, I think, you know, one of the huge benefits of virtual is, I mean, certainly I'm always like very sure to send, make sure that my interns, um, I know not every county has interns, uh, but I have interns. All you have to do is say, hey, college student, do you want to help? And and then it's just like an internship. No, it's um, beautiful. Good on you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, um... Uh, you know, for me, I try to teach my interns everything that I possibly can. Um, although I do respect that, like, in fact, every county chair does not have a master's degree in political management, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> humble. Humble. Humble to the end, bitch. Um, <laughs> but, you know, nevertheless, like, look, just get, you know, get people involved, right? But like, I, I always make sure to you know, give those to my interns because, you know, without fail, you're going to have a webinar. And by the way, a webinar is just a democratic seminar. We call it webinars because we're cute. Actually, do you want to know a good example of how great, um, or one of the really 
great benefits of state committee too. I'm thinking now, like we all know uh, Todd Holsapel is the first ever uh, rural director. Um, right. And technically Katie and Jillian connected us. We had never met before, but uh, Katie was still working for the party. And uh, he, I knew he, we were both doing a ton of work on youth and student outreach for the party in our respective areas. And you guys connected us. So we had never met before. We talked like over Facebook or email and we ended up like running one of these demonars together. And of course we're all, we're friends and we all work together now, but like that is one of, yeah, that is one of the really awesome things that I just cut into when people say like, oh, state committee isn't anything. It's just, um, you know, it's just networking or it's just, people, you know, like-minded people kind of echo chamber stuff. I hear all the criticism, but at the end of the day, it is like anything, it's what you make it. And so if you want to go there with an organizing agenda and say, I wanna connect with people, I want to form alliances with other organizers in different regions and friendships and help each other, that's, it, that's going to happen. And I think especially since 2018, um, we had like a record number of like younger people, younger being like under 35, I guess under 40, under 35 uh, running the state committee. And yeah, like that, I think that was a huge, there were a lot of people who had just worked campaigns too, who were now representing their county parties. And I, I think that also signifies like a huge, uh, just a huge shift in what we're doing at these meetings. Yeah. Well, with the networking, like in the job that I have right now, like that networking is so critical, right? Like my organization makes endorsements. I get to meet candidates at state committee, right? I get yeah. to get that personal impression of them before we go into the hecticness of a campaign cycle. Yeah. And then there's that networking, like Angela said earlier, and I wanted to talk about this is those old heads that she talked about there's some real value. There is. Yeah. I, I want to I wanna take a brief. I think a lot of people think um, or typecast us is a, uh, a she woman man hating club. And uh, there might be some truth there. And yet. But, but, and yet, I like to be um, very thorough in giving props where props are due. And um, so we were talking about what's your favorite part of state committee mm -hmm. or what are some of your favorite things? So I want to touch upon two individuals when I spoke about like the value of being able to have those, those late. Let's, let's call it late night standing outside at least half inebriated, Smoking, yes, whatever. Cigar, uh, yes. cigar, cigarettes, whatever. whatever. Your cigarette, your cigar, your your choice. Your yes, method. Your your choice, whatever it is that you smoke. Mm -hmm. Um, but there there's a tremendous value. So I wanna I wanna name two individuals specifically. This is unusual, but um, I, I wanna say that. When I speak of this, when I speak of my favorite things about state committee, I want to give specific props to Chuck Pascal and Mike Vion, who literally contain an enormous well of political knowledge mm -hmm. and history, history yeah. and institutional 
explore that is invaluable um, and are willing to share that. But also, and I, and I want to say this and I want to emphasize it, they are willing to do so in a manner that is so safe, that is so respectful, that is speaking to you as someone of value and is never object. They do not objectify. Mm -hmm. They do not harass. They do not leer. Um, and, and so that's all. It's a rare thing for me. Shout out, shout out to Chuck Pascal and Mike Vion for being true mentors um, to, yes. to everyone and to, to, to being able to recognize um, people's value and to pass on that institutional knowledge. Because I think that that is a really amazing and valuable thing. And it's my favorite part of state committee. Absolutely, no, and I would agree. Like, I love Chuck Pascal. Um, I will occasionally call him Chuckles the Clown. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure he hates that, but I don't care. I love you, Chuck. Um, and uh, Mike Vion, I met, like, interestingly, I grew up in Mike Vion's state house district. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I met him after, like as a part of state committee and I had at the point that I met Mike beyond, uh, like personally, I was organizing for SEIU HCPA, Story Salim. And, uh, I think that I was doing the McKeesport, uh, UPMC McKeesport was doing their contract. Um, we had to go through a really tough desert election, um, which we won, but, like Mike knew what was going on. Always. Like he knew. And I was like, I don't know how you know, he but like, I appreciate you knowing. Everything. He knows everything. <laughs> yeah. And it was amazing because he was just like, and he was genuinely interested and like mm -hmm. really like wanted to hear what I had to say and just genuinely a great guy. So yeah. listen, I, yeah. I like in, in a world full of assholes. Yeah. I like to shine a light mm -hmm. on the 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 folks who uplift yeah. and and you know who also have penises that we yeah. were so gross to think about that not thinking about your penises that's disgusting um <laughs> no I, I just want to throw that out there but i'm just saying i know you have them so i'm sorry i said it but like yeah. the point is chuck and Mike are consistently class act. And that is the type of institutional knowledge and value and, um, you know, things that you can really learn from folks um, if you are present, yeah. you know, and, and, and really having conversations at state committee. The yeah. knowledge is there. It's a, it's, it's a matter of being kind of open to the networking. And that's why I said when people say, oh, it's just networking. networking, is politics. Politics. networking is everything. If you are it's the whole thing. That's it. That's it. You know. I think the I think the negative connotation that people bring when they say networking, they mean basically um, people who are just swapping business cards to kind of promote themselves. Like, because we do see that um, I, cause I remember that with, um, that was said of like, uh, when I was more involved with PA young Democrats, um, I still am, um, but, um, 
when I learned more about uh, YDA, like Young Dems of America, like that's a lot of the criticism I heard too. And I definitely saw a lot of that when I went to that organization as well. But I also made some really, really valuable friendships and connections to some of the greatest organizing minds I have ever met in my life, um, including like people who got like Raphael Warnock elected, like um, in Georgia, which, you know, I think there are a lot, I've learned recently, there are a lot of parallels between some of the organizing uh, successes that Georgia's had and what weird a lot of us are doing in Pennsylvania too. So I, you know, I think, um, and so I think that can be said like of state committee, it's you're meeting people who are doing this work around the state. You're going to find the you know, the similarities and differences in the work that we have to do within our counties, but we're going to find out more often than not that we have a lot to teach each other. And that, and then we bring, that's literally why we were supposed to run for this. Like we bring that back to our counties then, and we stay in touch and you can do that with national works too. But um, the more we have people with that mindset getting involved in not just county, but state and then national, like that's when we're going to keep, that's actually how we're going to keep winning and yeah. keep succeeding. And just, you know, build, also building lifelong friendships. Like I, I can think of probably the best, uh, aside from maybe through different art circle, like artist communities, the easily the best friends, lifelong friends that I consider family that I've gotten over the past couple of years, or I, almost decade really, it's all been through politics. It's all been through center county democratic politics or activism or statewide, like all of you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good stuff. Listen, so I think that is an excellent place uh, because I'm getting the signal from the doctor. It's time to wrap it up. So, uh, <laughs> Let me do this. Uh, I, oh my God. Listen, please join our Patreon. It is so much fun. Um, We are just like this, but like all the time, it's just how we are. Um, And so you can join us on our Discord. Uh, We are there. Laura Shadel is there. Um, So like just all the people you want to be there, they're there. Um, and if you should be one of the people that you want to be there, then be there, um, <laughs> you know, help us pay our producer who is doing the hard work of wrangling our nonsense. Um, and you know, Katie's doing stuff on the, I can't, I don't know I yeah. talking when I can't see myself. No, I know. I get that. I, I also stop are, it, stop I mean, like shit. it's a, it's a, it's a, I have to know. I have to know. I'm not going to see myself. Okay. Well, hang on here. I'm going to do this. This is what we should do. Um, so listen, oh no, we can't see ourselves again. That's okay. No, I have to. I want to close it out for us. Uh, I appreciate here. I'll fix it for you, Angela. <laughs> Angela needs to see herself. I, I have, I have a, Oh, okay. Well, make your closing statement because then my closing statement is like the closing statement. I know. So you should do your thing. Do your thing. Okay. Have we mentioned that we drink at state committee? Listen. I don't think you need to go into it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, really the message here is that if you out there in listener land want to make 
your county, then the absolute, like, don't ever, don't you ever, ever, ever buy into any nonsense about taking your efforts outside of PA Dems because we need you 100% on the inside. And yeah. come, come be a part of the institution because literally we are trying to build a new future mm-hmm. um, where the Chuck Pascals and Mike Beyonds who are eventually smoking the cigars outside to to pass on to you yeah. how to build power are us. That's us. We're that's them. All. That's, uh, our, that's our message. That's our message. Listen, come join us. Be a part of state committee. Be a part of your county committees. Get involved. Do stuff. It's fun um, and awful, but like also fun, but also a trip. Um, all right. I would just like to thank everybody uh shanna danielson katie bloom angela valvano our very special guest laura shadel who we love as we are still and always will be a laura shadel stan account uh so thank you and of course the mysterious and delightful and magical and mystical dr ack who Stay tuned next week. You get to find out who Dr. Ack is. Mask off. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Night Podcast. Subscribe and rate us on Apple Pods, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your pods. And listen, of course, obviously, come join our community by becoming a Patreon member. Like, duh. Do that. We love you. We love you. And now we shall stop. Stop touching my computer, Katie. (laughs)